Okay, so I'm here with Connor Leach, and Connor is VP Growth uh, with Excelco, and Excelco is is a great Irish startup, and it uh, supports the e-commerce sector internationally. So, Connor, um, just tell us a little bit. Sure, absolutely. That's um, exactly what we do. Essentially, what, uh, what we do is we provide um, software that allows. Uh, online sellers who sell across multiple marketplaces, for example, somebody who's selling on Amazon, eBay, using Shopify, Magento, etc. We allow them to bring all their orders or all their interactions with their uh, customers into one place and it allows them to manage feedback, reviews and everything else through one platform. So essentially we make their life easier um, and allow them to sell more product in a faster way. And you're, you've got a growing operation here in Dublin. That's right. Uh, we've been growing now for the last number of years. Uh, we won the last year. We were the Deloitte Touche top technology company and uh, placed in the top 10 again this year and hope to win it again next year uh, as fast as growing. We have approximately 70 people in the company at the moment based in Dublin, uh, Skibbereen and also in, in Derry. And our ambitions are to double the size of the company in the years to come. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So you're a, you're a sales veteran, I mm-hmm. guess. What makes for a good sales operation in your view? I think the key thing with sales is that to always remember that the first person that you actually sell to is your sales team. Um, so the team needs to be motivated, believe in the product that they're selling and have a very clear understanding of what success looks like. I'm a big believer in, in transparency. A salesperson should know what their obligations are and, and in reverse uh, the company should know what their obligations to that salesperson are as well and that um, at any one time a salesperson should know exactly where they stand in relation to their to their quota their commission and and what is expected of them and that's really what what, what we try to encourage at Excelco um, is a very flat kind of structure that allows people to get on with their job and give them the support when they need it um, but at all times they know exactly where they where they currently stand. And what makes for a good salesperson, do you think? The best question that I've ever been answered, I've ever been given in an interview when I asked somebody why do they want to come and work for us, was the salesperson said that they wanted to make more money. Um, I think motivation is the biggest thing. Uh, a salesperson has to have certain characteristics. One of those is they need to be ambitious. They need to be, um, and they need to be, to want to succeed. Some people don't like sales because they find it a lot of pressure. Uh, with quotas and everything else but most good salespeople like that because it gives them t- things to achieve gives them targets to aim at and they always know where they stand um, so that's the kind of personality that, that I look for somebody I think everything else as in product knowledge um, and techniques to a certain extent can be thought but what you need at the beginning is somebody who is uh, enthusiastic and um, willing to succeed and wants to succeed and is comfortable in that environment Interesting, okay. And in terms then of uh, training and sort of getting, getting a salesperson sort of into the job, is there, yeah. a, have you any kind of tips or ideas on that? I, I'm a big believer, you know, in tra- learning as you kind of go along. I think at the very beginning when somebody starts, um, all of our sales is SaaS sales, so it's, it's inside sales. Um, and I think at the beginning, obviously, you want this person needs to have product knowledge. Uh, they need to understand what they're selling and how it works and what um, the features of it and the benefits of it are. But after that, I think the most important way to learn is you know shadowing existing salespeople and then basically getting on the phone and doing calls and making sure our salesperson feels empowered, empowered to, to try, but also empowered to make you know mistakes and not 
and realize that there won't be severe conf- you know, consequences for those mistakes. And I think that's the quickest and the easiest way to get somebody up to speed. Uh, we work in an environment where you know, a relatively small company, um, so we don't have a training department, so we're, we're not a huge you know, enterprise organization. And um, really, that's the best way that we have found, um, particularly on, on sales, to, to train people up is to actually get them into the process of selling, make sure they feel supported, and make sure that um, through shadowing and everything else that they, that, that they get on message. And, and, and it tends to be that people come up to speed very quickly as a result of that process. And how do you think uh, Irish people are a salespeople? Because you've probably come across all nationalities in yeah. the sales role. I think Irish people generally are good. I think they're very good at building relationships and building rapport uh, with customers. I think sometimes where we fall down is we have a, a kind of, we sometimes can be inhibited when it comes to talking about price and also for not so much pushing to get an answer, but trying to get an answer. So one of the characteristics that I've noticed is that Irish people tend to kind of defer and are happy to take a maybe as an answer and then still leave it in their pipeline. And sometimes they don't ask themselves a serious question of, you know, is this deal over or not? Um, and I think, you know, the best answer you can always get in sales is yes, but no is pretty close behind that because at least if you get a no from somebody, they're no longer on your list and you don't have to invest any more time in that particular prospect and you can move on. Um, it's the maybes that tend to kill you. And I think, uh, you know, Irish people have a susceptibility, it's part of our nature because we like to build relationships to accept a maybe and you know carry on the conversation again in the future, which sometimes to our own detriment. Interesting. Um, in terms then of the uh, your business is is you sell to e-commerce businesses mm-hmm. effectively. Yeah. Um, uh, so Irish Ireland doesn't have a great e-commerce sort of uh, sector really. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a, no, no very significant business. Mm-hmm. I guess mixed garage you were saying is, yeah. is probably is probably one. Um, do you think there are opportunities for Irish companies in this space? I think there are huge opportunities for every you know any company that's selling any type of 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 product you know to to sell online. That the 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 paths are difficult, but you know selling online through the likes of you know Amazon and eBay are, gives you huge exposure you know to to global markets really. So you're talking to your a huge market of consumer. It's also more competitive as a you know. There'll probably be people selling similar products to you on those sites, um, but there's definitely opportunities there. And uh, if you were if you were talking to to uh, to a company that has you know a, a, on, a offline sales, but mm-hmm. is thinking of the, the online world, I mean, wh- wh- how would you how would, would you advise them to set about it? I think the simplest way is to set up uh, yourselves as a Amazon. Um, Marketplace as it says, your Amazon shop, as it were, <clears throat> put a number of your products online um, and just see how they sell. Um, but it's very important that you take into account, you know, the cost of shipping, the cost of Amazon charges, etc., and that you're in a place to fulfill those orders. And Amazon is set up to help you with all that kind of stuff. It's a very transparent system, but you need to, you know, it's not just a question of we sold 200 units at 100 euros per unit it's more a question of how much what were the costs associated with selling that and how, is it still profitable or not and i think that's the biggest decision for um people who sell on these marketplaces it's almost 
at what price do you want to, it's important that you know the price that you want to show your product, but also the price that you want to drop out, uh, whereby you're not making any profit. And we've just obviously closed um, Black Friday there last week, you know, and there were, uh, I'm sure there could be quite a lot of retailers who think they delighted that they sold three and 4,000 units of their product. But if they made a 10% loss on each one, then they're, they're in big trouble. And it's important that you're aware of those type of metrics when, before you start. And is there any, are there any tips that you would, uh, and I guess, talk to others who have done, who have done it? Yeah. yeah. I think research your market, you know, um, talk to other people who have done it, see what your competitors are, see what their pricing is like, uh, try and find out how established they are. Um, sometimes where they're geographically located can be useful as well. Um, but they're the kind of things, the, the good thing about selling online is it's quite transparent you know so you can go and do your own research you can do the seller the, the, excuse me the buyer's experience and see how that goes um, but it's important that you know who your competitors are and uh, where they're located and what is different between your product and, and similar products brilliant um connor thanks for thanks for coming in and talking i mean sort of uh, and if uh, companies are interested in knowing more about excelco it's all it's all online i guess it's all on the website excelco.com just drop on okay great Talk thanks a lot